0: I've got some problems and I might need some help. I hope you can
1: solve them in a bit of a stitch. Need help from the Epic tune. (laughs) Same, because we love Wheatus. Did they have any other songs but Teenage Dirtbag Baby? They didn't need one. They could release that a
0: million times and it would be my favorite band. You guys, that is from Shane Cameron. Day one fan and Patreon subscriber. This is my band, Strong Persuaders, which is a parody of Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. We know. He says, if you end up using this song, it'd be awesome if you plugged our album Songs from Last Night. Available on Apple Music and Spotify. So check out Strong Persuaders and their uh, their album "Songs from Last Night." Okay, check them out.
1: <laughs> uh, you I usually, um, I usually read that emails that come in, like, and uh, I yeah. take the lead on that.
0: Usually. Right. So, and what's happening now? Because I feel like your 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 watch has ended, as it were. I feel like you've been phoning it in. Almost since episode <laughs> one, frankly, so phoning
1: it in for six years, I've been phoning it in. So what do you know is my maximum effort if you think I've been phoning it in for the entire I, run? I don't know what your
0: maximum effort is, but I can tell you that you haven't even come close to reaching it. So I think i'm gonna I'm gonna take over. I'm gonna take charge here as the host. Um, okay, you'd pass the mantle to moi, all right, okay. So All right. I'll, I'll be hosting this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by me, Jake Uh, And me, I'm Amir. All right, nice. That was pitch perfect. <laughs> I think, I mean, it's a little low energy, but I feel like me, it's already... Because you're the host
1: doesn't mean you should be like giving me notes throughout. I'm like, not going to give never, you any
0: more live critique. I won't give you any more live critiques. I just wanted you to, I wanted to flag an issue that that felt a little low energy okay but flag it um it's actually it's not a big deal because i feel like this podcast right now is already leaps and bounds better than any other one that we've done just
1: three minutes from
0: a pure hosting standpoint i think it's really it's a really strong episode so (laughs) Despite your best effort, you little bitch, you won't be able to win <laughs> oh All
1: right, God, <laughs> you think I'm trying to sabotage this? This I, I like that you did a little bit more work. Uh, it's it's if anything, it's freeing me up to be a little funnier. Should we get right
0: into it then? <laughs> uh, why are you asking? I just like me? to keep
1: the show moving along. Is all.
0: Yeah. I keep, I like to, I prefer to keep the show moving.
1: So do it, move it. Don't say you prefer to keep it moving. Actually, move it. Saying that you prefer to keep the show moving along, humming along. It okay. doesn't actually keep it moving.
0: I want there to be a little bit of less of like a like a, a he said he said thing, and more of just like a yes. If you could yes and me sure that would help me host yeah because hosting's actually pretty fucking hard <laughs> okay
1: i know yes i know we're almost at episode <laughs> it's a, 400 and i've kind of taken the reins on all of them yeah. so don't tell well, me it's how actually
0: I'll, a little difficult so if you could work with me that'd be really freaking helpful
1: if it, a, by the way if it's hard for you so far then maybe it's a little bit too much for you because i don't it's even it's not think hard for me
0: mark. it's not hard at all i'm just in over my head <laughs> yeah it sounds like it's hard Okay, well, I had to find a friggin' theme. Oh, shit. I had to find a theme song and the questions. Okay. Okay, so, and now, if you, the
1: least you could fucking do is come up with a name for a lady, okay? A lady name. A lady name. Okay, let's call this lady, Lady, like from <laughs> Lady and the Tramp.
0: Okay, that was, it's a little, it's a little, little lazy, but fine,
1: that's good, that's great. <laughs> fine, Fucking Amelia Earhart.
0: Nice. That's a historical reference. Can we do something with more of a pun?
1: <laughs> a pun off what? I don't fucking know. A pun off what?
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to host. I'm trying to keep the show moving. Fine. I just need you to, okay? punzel. A, a pun on the word pun. Yeah. That was actually fucking epic, <laughs> and I really appreciate it.
1: <laughs> no. um, it, it. When you're mad and when you're happy, you display the same level of angst. <laughs> like, calm down. I am calm. I'm just a little nervous to be
0: hosting is all.
1: <laughs> Don't say I, I am happy. I'm just a little angry. I am calm. I'm just a little nervous. You're not calm and you're not happy I'm, then. You're nervous and you're angry.
0: I look. Listen, I'm good. Okay? I'm freaking out just a little because I've never hosted before and I want to do a good job. Yeah. Okay? All right. But I'm fine. I'm just having a little bit of a meltdown on the day. Oh, God. Okay. Another panic attack. Uh, uh. Oh, God. All right. Rapunzel writes. You're vibrating. (laughs) Dear— That's right. Dear Ace and Jocelyn, Recently, I went on a great first date with this guy I met on Hinge. He's 26, hot and confident. We ate lobster fries and talked for hours about a good mix of personal and stupid shit. Needless to say, I felt very connected to him, so after a few drinks and some kissing, we went back to his place. Unfortunately, the sex was really bad. Feel free to skip the details. I will not be skipping the details. <gasps> but I just want to clarify that this is not a case of mismatch preferences. Uh, here's a couple bullet points for what this gentleman did wrong.
1: Yeah, I'm just curious what bad sex, because I've never had it. So it'd be interesting to hear what it, she says it is. Okay, so this you might be having bad sex if
0: he didn't know what a clit is and kept sticking his tongue in my vagina. Okay. He had no rhythm or fluid motion, Mm. like he would go from a slow jog to a sprint and back every 10 seconds. When I got on top to take control, he kept shoving his hips up randomly, almost throwing me off each time. Usually, yeah, Uh, usually I'm really honest with a person about why I don't want to go on a second date. So should I tell this guy the only reason I don't want to see him again is his terrible sexual performance? He's 26 and attractive, so I feel like someone should tell him what he's doing wrong. Otherwise, this will just keep happening to other women. He's already hit me up
1: twice, but I stalled by telling him I have strep throat. Cough, cough. Thanks for your help, Rapunzel. Oh, Interesting. I never thought of sex so much of like a as a rhythm dancing thing. Maybe that's why dancing well is such an aphrodisiac. I see. Like if so you can y- dance well you have good rhythm and then it's it exudes sexual confidence because it's sort of the same skill set. This is like a verbatim line from
0: uh Lonely and Horny season two where I think I say if you if you can move oh wait, no, Jeffrey James says it. If you can move on the dance floor, you can move in the bedroom.
1: That's right. That is
0: correct. That's right. Um, it does seem kind of like that, but it almost even like having good like rhythm and moves is one thing, but like just having no no rhythm in sex it
1: almost feels like another, doesn't it? Um, yeah, but it's all I guess it's all under the same umbrella of um, movement and rhythm and. Um, cadence. It's like knowing when and when you're doing it with a partner, adjusting accordingly.
0: Right, but I don't think it's about like, you know, doing things on a beat or keeping good time. It's its more about like reading social cues and like, if you're jackhammering, that's not necessarily good to go jackhammer and then like slow it down. Jackhammer, slow it down, you know?
1: Yeah. So I want, if like it's you not have to
0: build to stuff like
1: that. If it's not dancing, then what is the best indicator of sexual performance? Um, I feel like, I don't know.
0: Is it SAT
1: score? (laughs) It's
0: obviously not SAT score, and you only ask because I know you got a perfect math.
1: I mean, if you think about it, it, if you know geometry, you know sex.
0: If it was SAT score related, it would absolutely be likened to verbal. Yeah.
1: (laughs) If anything it's an inverse relationship. That's possible too. I wonder if if you can dance well that's a good harbinger. Um if you're funny, that's probably good yeah, improv. I think
0: so cuz t- timing and I there's some it's weird because she said she had a good conversation. So I fe- and like they had a connection, which I would feel like is also really important just in terms of like you can you sort of get a sense of
1: like if something's going well or not being able to read the room yeah right yes exactly it's like performing slash rhythm it is very performative um for an audience of one or if you're lucky 10 or if you're (laughs) really lucky a thousand person orgy style venue i
0: think it almost starts to have diminishing returns at that point yeah like what do you do when you nut and you're in the middle of a thousand person orgy you
1: have to you have to like leave (laughs) you have to excuse yourself back of the train with me i have to get to the bathroom and everyone's sucking and fucking in front of me i'm slipping and sliding on the cum i can't even get my fucking bearings straight stop groping me for a
0: moment i have to i have to get a cum rag
1: can we 86 the strobe lights this orgy is disorienting um so but
0: the real question aside from you know how do you know if you're bad at sex is should she tell this guy that she doesn't want to see him because the sex was bad.
1: Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have to give him an excuse. She could just say, hey, um, I don't think we should see each other anymore. I just didn't think we clicked. The question is, does she then go above and beyond and say, by the way, going forward, I can save you a lot of heartache by telling you this honest little nugget?
0: Yeah. I, it's really, I. it would be a selfless thing. That's the weird thing that it's like. She's doing a service to future women. If she's like, you're, sec- you're bad at sex, you should work on it. But I also wonder if it's like too
1: mean. Yeah. If anything, she's doing a cervix to future women. That was
0: a good pun, but it wasn't any advice. So you're going to have to really step it up here.
1: Okay. Here's the, here's the actual advice. If you want to okay. give them the advice, but have it not seem like it came from you. You wait a year and then write him an anonymous email or note.
0: I would hate to get something like that. By the way,
1: you don't know who I am, but we had sex sometime in the last decade. That's right, you keep it vague. That way he doesn't blame you, but he takes your notes to heart.
0: I think if you're worried about hurting his feelings, that would probably hurt them the
1: max. Oh, more so than, by the way, I'm not interested and this is why, coming from me. Yeah, because if if somebody says that, like if he's hell-bent on uh,
0: not letting this get to him, he could be like, oh, like that, we just, we didn't click sexually, but I'm still good. Not like, you'll have him questioning his entire last 10 years of having sex yeah uh if you're if you're doing it anonymously i feel like that's giving him way too much of a complex
1: yeah which i mean he might not be untrue like it does take two to tango having rhythm with a partner can't entirely be yeah i don't i it these three
0: bullet points all sound pretty bad especially the uh the sort of like random hip gyrating yeah but depending on like who you're having sex with there are there are people that that might prefer it
1: right yeah not knowing what a clitoris is isn't good well he
0: does it's not like he doesn't i'm sure he knows she just i guess he ignored it maybe he knew and didn't care he felt like (laughs) vaginal penetration with his tongue was the key (laughs) uh
1: so would you i guess as the guy would you want to hear this would it be i you wouldn't want to hear it but would it be overall good for you
0: yeah i don't know cuz i've definitely had bad sex before and like known it was my fault there's a there's a decent chance that he's like man I, I i didn't do a good job that time yeah so i think that that's possible i would i feel like is it crazy to say that uh it's really rare to meet people you like on the dating apps and even though the sex was bad it might be worth like learning somebody's rhythm and like working with him like the best way to make him better at sex is that you guys keep having sex so like if you like him a little bit and you want him to get better at sex you guys continue having sex and you can shape him to your ideal sexual partner ah or just cut and run say the strep throat killed you and never talk to him again that's <laughs>
1: that would be my advice I'm think I'm too far gone in this strep throat it's taken my entire body <laughs> by the way I think I got it from you <laughs> bye you should learn what a clitoris is
0: <sighs> thank you Rapunzel let's go on to our next question okay Amir I am going to need a
1: lady's name. A lady's name. Yes, another lady. Um, another woman will call her I'm gonna need you to like do you know what I mean?
0: Cause like when I say I need a, a name, you gotta hit me with a name. Cause otherwise it's like I feel like this we're walking on a tightrope in a way, yeah, this trains I have one. on the tracks and it's teetering. I have one. And it's one. like anything, any little slow bump, any time that we spend discussing and dissecting I got one this episode yeah just hold on one second because i just want you to know I that have,
1: like yeah,
0: yeah. We're delaying it I by know. not being able to come up with a name jasmine actually really f- jasmine that's perfect i was just gonna say that it jasmine. fucks me a little bit you don't bit have as to the say host. anything
1: because i already gave you the okay.
0: name all right we'll use we're gonna use jasmine great um but i just want you to know moving forward that i need that name
1: like don't need to right narrate so just why don't need to you host you don't have to narrate i'll, I'll edit this part out okay you so won't you're not editing i'm still gonna <laughs> edit
0: all right, well, fine. You'll edit this part out. Just, I'm just saying it might I'm behoove us.
1: <laughs> I want everybody to know exactly what it was like dealing with fine. this.
0: Leave it in. Fine. it. Okay, leave it in. Okay, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but just come up with three more names just in case we get to more questions. So you like hit me with them right away. Sure. Because there's a lot resting on the shoulders of the host. <laughs> I don't think so. And I feel like, I feel like I'm going to crash and burn if you don't help me out just a little bit. All right. All right. You guys ready? Yeah. Jasmine writes... Hi guys, longtime listener who really wants to go to a live show in San Francisco. Hmm, That's actually a good idea. Yeah, I'll get to the point. My dad got diagnosed with stage four stomach cancer a couple of months ago. All this was, of course, although this was, of course, not great news to receive. Things were going relatively okay, and that we had a plan for him to go to chemotherapy and then get surgery if he's eligible after the chemo. This is where the story really gets fucked. He has an idiot friend from France who's made a lot of money on bullshit nutrient supplements. This idiot started emailing him that the chemo is killing him and that he should not get the surgery uh, (parentheses his only real chance of survival). But instead of going, but instead go on a ketogenic diet to cure his cancer. We didn't expect this, but my dad drank the Kool-Aid. Him and my mom, a licensed physician, have been fighting constantly as she knows that a diet will not cure his cancer and his stupid friend is preying on an ill person. My dad, for some reason, will not listen to her, me, or his other smart, caring friends that agree with us. Do you have any advice on what we should do or how we could possibly convince him? Is having cancer an excuse to be a total dick to the people who love you and are trying to help? Sorry for the long email. Thanks for listening. Toda Jasmine. Jeez. This one's serious. When I host... (laughs) I get fucking dark. I get
1: deep. She actually needs help. Yeah, uh, it seems like. Well, just to answer the, does it give you a, um, uh, what is it, advice or uh, excuse to be a total dick? I mean, yeah, having cancer is difficult, so it's it stands to reason that you'll be a little bit short with people because you're dealing with your own shit. Right. It is. So it is difficult. Does it give you an excuse to be a dick? Let's
0: say yes. Let's say it does. Okay. That said. Yeah even though he's allowed to be a dick he's your dad you're allowed to give a lot of a shit about this yeah so i would i would say that even though it's hard and you're fighting a lot pedal to the metal 100% do not give up because what, like the uh, the alternative is that your dad dies from going keto and you wish that you did more
1: Yeah, it seems like uh, he's maybe afraid of getting chemo, and he's like, oh, this seems like a fine out. I can just not eat pasta.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: That was easy.
0: You could maybe convince him to go to a therapist, because then you're like, I'm not going to convince you to do any any chemo. Just, I'm going to convince you to seek more
1: opinions yeah i although it seems like every single person i want to say have an intervention but it seems like they already have had one in various stages just not everybody at the same time
0: yeah but i I maybe maybe therapy is is a helpful one because like right now the choice is like chemo or keto and those, those are the two things that he's deciding between but give him that give him one like therapy which goes with both chemo and keto And might be able to get to the root of why he doesn't want to do the chemo
1: yeah which is probably fear
0: which is probably fear uh and you could also go hack into his email and okay (laughs) and just set up a filter for for this frenchman frenchman's email address so they can't communicate anymore
1: yeah if if this dad is anything like my dad it should be easy i'll have carte blanche access to all of his passwords he doesn't he'll text me saying he can't log into his mail saying he has to set it up or like change it on his computer his phone like i have more access to his email than he does so this should really be interesting
0: because like your dad is a really smart guy do you think he doesn't get technology because he doesn't care he doesn't want to
1: yeah it's like uh he's already done learning all the shit he's a physician he knows how to deliver a baby he doesn't also need to like deal with all right i forgot my password and now it has to be this specific kind of 12 digit alphanumeric oh you didn't do a special character and he's like that's i think i'm done amir you do my password email it to me and then i'll write it on a freaking sticky and put it on my computer monitor and then I'll deliver a baby after that. You
0: think your dad's going to deliver my children?
1: Uh, not unless you're willing to move back to S- Los Angeles and see him in Santa Monica. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> Anything's in play to see Dr. Blumenfeld.
0: That would, be, that would be really a really beautiful thing. It'd be an honor. Uh, a-
1: a- anyway, that is the... F- Name her Jasmine.
0: Yeah, that, I should. All right, that is the first half of our show. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back.
1: Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing
0: them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless uh,
1: Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. tight. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed
0: <laughs> that time? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional-looking portfolio or online store. Yes, exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh,
0: my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. Rodney. Yes, if you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to. Hi, Rodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney.
1: That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is buyrodney.com. Really? But B U Y Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. Hello, or a chair or something right. like that. So you, you can buy some Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah.
0: That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might
1: buy by Rodney. <laughs> you buy what? I might buy by Rodney. Buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. What are you saying? <laughs> You can find out at (laughs) HiRodney.com. Well, you can build anything you want, but you should go to Squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use Squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments and use that coupon code, that promo code segments. Mm -hmm. So when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see, beautiful, you get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, So check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember squarespace.com slash segments. Right on. (laughs) Thanks, Squarespace. (laughs) Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our show. Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels Mm. your unwanted subscriptions. Yo, that's cool. Then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills. Wow, very nice. I mean, this is just an instant way to save cash. Yeah, and it's good to
0: save cash because it's good to have cash because that way you can spend the cash on different things that you haven't saved. Whether you
1: want to spend it on a trip or a salad. Right. Like different ways to Those are the two things you can buy right now. Yes, easily. You have to choose. Uh, In fact, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and help them save an average of $720 a year. That's a lot of cash saved. That's half a billion dollars in canceled subscriptions. And if I had that much cash, I would
0: absolutely rent like a three-bedroom studio. Have or, hundreds of millions of dollars left yeah. over. Well, then I might even do... well three, Buy a, a mansion. I would do a Buy three, a yacht. I would do a three-bedroom <laughs> with a one-car garage, but it is, it's attached. It's so you can ADU. actually go right in from from the garage and into you the house passive to go income,
1: sort of renting that space out right so, yeah, you know, if I had,
0: how much you say? How many billion? $500 million. 500 million. So, if I had $500 million, dollars, I could have, yeah, a, a, a three bedroom with an ADU studio that I could Airbnb. You could for have like, a thousand of them. $100 in <laughs> night. Yes, you could do whatever and you I'm want. Cash <laughs> at that point.
1: You already have the cash,
0: you have the half a bill. What would I do with $100 a night in the, an Airbnb? You'd have
1: so much more than that. Wow. Interest alone, you can have $50 million a year. Maybe I do a two car garage. It doesn't matter. Because then you I would buy whatever. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want it. to
0: have the second car but you'd have if a friend came over and it was raining they could park in the garage and go right in through the house because like I said it's you attached. could change
1: the climate with that much money it would never rain on your parade because you'd be rich <laughs> wow and if you want to be rich you can go to rocketmoney.com segments that's rocketmoney.com segments that way they know we brought you right on thanks rocket money thanks
0: and we're back Amir do you have any
1: Oh it's a do Uh, I don't, but I did see recently that you did cryotherapy. Oh, yes. That's where I went into a
0: hyperbaric chamber and cried my eyes out, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So what urged you and what, was it good or was it like one of those snake oil salesman things where it didn't actually do anything?
0: So I'll tell you what happened. It had never occurred to me to do cryotherapy. It was a birthday gift, and it was a surprise birthday gift from my brother.
1: It seems like a good gift because you're always into, like, new medical schemes and dreams. Yeah, I'm
0: always down to see if some weird, weird new therapy will heal my chronic foot pain. That's, I'm game for that shit.
1: Yeah. Um, Wait, real quick, what is cryotherapy for those of you who don't know?
0: Okay, I mean, I barely know, but you basically climb into a tube that they make really, really cold with, um, is it nitrogen? I think it's nitrogen. Yeah, dry ice or something. Yeah, it's some whatever it is, the temperature goes down to like negative 200 degrees Fahrenheit. Freezing. You're in there for three minutes, super cold, and um, it's supposed to like help fight off random diseases but it also helps with pain and inflammation that's that was the reason that i went in there okay um and yeah they so you wear gloves you wear socks and slippers and your underwear and aside from that you're in nothing so your legs are bare your chest is bare arms are bare backs bare um you get into a container that sort of it's like a standing up tanning bed where your head is poking out the top and then they just let her rip. It starts to get cold. You feel like, "Oh, I just jumped out of the ocean and there's a breeze." And then you're like, "I just jumped out of a frozen lake and it's, there's a bluster." Yeah. And then right by the end, you're like, "This is this is too cold. I feel like I'm in pain." But then it's by then it's only like 20 seconds left, so you sort of just like
1: tough it out. So it's almost like a frog in boiling water. You don't get in and it's instantly the coldest you've ever been. It gets colder and colder and colder. Right.
0: And it's only three minutes, so you really can you can like mind over matter. You can you can do it. Uh, I was also in the room with Jill and Micah, so it was kind of funny. They're like distracting me. Got it. Um, but it did. I mean, it was it. I'm not sure if it like felt really great after because it almost feels like you know going skydiving or something. You did something that was so far out of your comfort zone, and you lived. So you're like a little euphoric. Uh huh. Um, but also. I didn't have a foot or I, I've been having like random pain in my hands a little bit lately too. Uh, and it was all my pain was gone for the
1: day. <laughs> so wait, what is your hand pain?
0: I don't fucking know, man.
1: I really <laughs> don't. You're dying. I think so. I, do you still I, have hand pain? Uh yes.
0: Yeah, I do. <laughs> but it's not too bad
1: is it joints is it wrist is it the palm
0: it's joints and it, i guess it almost feels like i have arthritis or something like gripping it, it, i can't make a really tight fist got it um i think like it started hurting i think when i was like riding my bike too much it almost seemed like i was gripping my handlebars too tight and they were just sore from that i see uh, and then like going rock climbing it hasn't like allowed them to heal yeah. but i think it'll be fine it's not too bad okay Uh, I appreciate your concern so
1: overall are you digging the the cryo do you prefer it do you do you um is it what is what am i trying to say do you suggest no recommend recommend it do you recommend it (laughs) this is why i'm the fucking listener (laughs) i'll actually delete that part out
0: (laughs) (laughs) um i would say that i recommend it at least once. I don't know if I'm going to keep on doing it because I actually, since it was a gift, I also have no idea how much it costs. If it was like more than $50, I don't think I would do it again. Uh Um, But it does seem, it seems like a kind of fun thing to do, like almost in the way that like getting a manicure manicure or or a pedicure before you go on vacation. Uh, Like I would, I would totally do this. I did this on my birthday to like feel really, really good throughout uh, the day of my of my big party, Got you know.
1: It. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's almost like a massage or a sauna, but in reverse.
0: Yeah would you, Would you ever try?
1: I guess I would try it, but it doesn't. I wonder if it actually does anything. It's
0: yeah. I I don't know. It could definitely be pseudoscience, but Tom Brady does it, so and he's chiseled his shit. Yeah, and he's a Super
1: Bowl winner, <laughs> and his hands probably don't hurt. Maybe they do. You really never know. Yeah, it kind of makes you. It, it shows you how impressive tom brady is at age 42 still playing nfl football
0: i know because then i i it's it's crazy and i like ride my bike over the williamsburg bridge and i have to take two weeks off <laughs> because your hands hurt. yeah um, all right that is the unsolicited advice let's get right back into the show amir hit me with another girl's name
1: well another girl's name
0: this is Lady's Choice, baby. And are you like stalling? Because I told you just have these names ready to go. And I feel like you maybe just were like, oh, a girl's name because you weren't thinking of one. Moana. Great. All right. Moana writes Hey, Jake. Hi, Amir. So I've been, uh, so I've had a running problem with guys my whole life. Not that they don't like me, but as soon as I get into a relationship, they leave me for someone who is either mean or hardcore. I've had three out of three relationships end this way. The first two both broke up with me for my friend, so I know exactly how she flirted because she showed me the texts. She would flat out insult them, not in the flirty, teasing way, but she would pick out their insecurities. One guy, one of my exes, asked her out and she laughed in his face and told him he was far too short. This is how she does it. I don't get it. She has told me I need to start doing the same because guys like to feel frustrated, which I get. But when I like someone, I like to make them feel really good. I've always pictured myself in a relationship where we are so comfortable we don't need to play games like that. Should I start bitchy bitchy teasing or continue being sweet in the hopes the right partner comes along? Thanks a million. Moana. (coughs)
1: You have to be a bitchy tease, whether that's you <laughs> being yourself or not. The end game, the goal of dating is that everyone is just becomes a nasty version of themselves until we all die. Mm. All that So shit like about, in an
0: ideal world. Yeah. In an ideal world, everyone's breaking up with everyone for someone else who's been mean to them and they are really upset and mad and then someone else is even meaner. And they're like, oh, you make me even sadder. I should be with you, etc. At ad infinitum.
1: Yeah, meaner, madder, greener, sadder. Everyone's recycling but bummed because at the end of the day, they're all getting teased about their comings, their insecurities. If mm-hmm. they're shorter than average, that will be brought up. If their teeth aren't straight, that won't be good to them. Thin oh, yeah. hair, do care, uh-huh. constantly scare. Yes. Why are you bad in any regard?
0: <laughs> in any regard. Did, did you notice that Two. she's had three of her relationships end this way and two of them her friends stole? <laughs> like... doesn't it almost seem like you don't have to be a bitch to guys you have to not be friends with this lady who keeps on stealing your boyfriends they like bad
1: bitches that's their fucking problem that is a
0: fucking problem but this is crazy and like the this friend was like she showed me the text and she said he
1: was too short like that is you she was flirting with your boyfriends I think sweet people attract sweet mates. I've seen couples where I'm like, oh, both of these people are very sweet. They probably didn't play any nasty, mean games to each other. And then you see right. couples that are both too cool for school, constantly ribbing and being sarcastic because they were also themselves and they created a situation where they attracted the other type of person.
0: Yes, the best thing you can do is be yourself because I think even if if you're not mean and you try to be mean to like get someone to like you, it's not going to be authentic. Also, definitely stop being friends with this friend of yours
1: (laughs) she's not a friend you know what she's such a nasty bee that she's uh, not only attracting guys but this lady it's working for you what do you wait what do you mean that's right oh like i'm saying that moana is even falling into her trap i see yes yes she's mean
0: it's right she's not just mean to your exes she's mean to everyone most of all you and for some reason she's your best friend.
1: This is like that uh thing, the game. Do you think there's any um um honesty and truth to this this theory that negging makes people into you? I I, I mean, there must be.
0: I know it works on me, so it's definitely possible.
1: But Wait, I, you like when ladies are mean to you when they flirt with you?
0: Um not not like fully mean, but I think that like uh you know having having to win someone over is definitely a fun part of the game. Uh
1: yeah, but do they win you over by being mean? It, to? I, it really
0: depends cuz I've definitely had people who try to be mean to me and I'm just like I don't have time for this. I don't care. I guess actually it's probably less about the actual attitude and more about the person. Like if I like somebody just based on their physical appearance, they could be mean to me and I would be like that's fine. Yeah. And then if I don't like someone off the bat, I don't feel chemistry and they're mean to me. That doesn't, that wouldn't change anything.
1: Yeah. There's also an idea that maybe negging and stuff attracts people short term, but not for the long haul. And it seems like you're more interested in the long haul.
0: Right. If you're, she, she says, I've always pictured myself in a relationship where we're comfortable and we don't need to play games. Yeah. That's like, then don't try to play games because then you'll just be with someone who likes games
1: that's right if you if you want to play games you'll attract a player
0: that's very true so take our advice moana let's read our final question which comes from a guy no longer ladies choice my perfect game is over
1: (gasps) okay a dude will call al adine why oh i
0: see i see very nice um Al-Adeen writes, Shalom, I love the show, Jake and Amir, Lonely and Horny, and the Podcast Network. Thanks, brah. Here's my problem. Me and my girlfriend met on Tinder and have been going out for three months. However, recently we both picked up an extra shift at work and our days off rarely line up. If they do, we're too tired to actually want to do something. We don't talk as much, and when we do, it feels like I'm making the effort. A few days ago, a girl I made out with in college posted a video of her ribbon dancing on Instagram. Hot. (laughs) Yeah. We stayed friendly after college but haven't spoken in the last two years. We also live in different cities, and a quick Facebook check showed me she just started dating a guy a month ago. But that ribbon dancing video. She looked so hot. I couldn't not message her. So we get to chatting and our conversation is a rapid back and forth that fun flirty but innocent texting about where we are in life and what's going on kind of thing. And eventually the conversation ends up at strip clubs. She says she would be interested in seeing a male strip show and I impulsively tell her that if she ever comes out west that we should go to the Magic Mike show in Vegas. She thinks this is a great idea and we talk a little bit more before she goes to sleep. I have a girlfriend. She has a boyfriend. Can a guy and a girl go to Vegas together as friends? Should I really do this, or am I asking for trouble? I want to go, but also recognize it might be a huge mistake, but I also want to go. (laughs) 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 I know if I go and we get drunk, I will try something. I might act like I won't, but deep down I know, so I'm not going to try and lie to you. Toda al-Adeen.
1: Uh, yeah, I think if you're in a relationship, you can't get drunk and go to Vegas and then go to a strip show with a member of the opposite sex that you made out with in college and still have a crush on and think is hot due to a rhythmic gymnastics video. I would agree
0: with that. I also love the sentence, I want to go, but also, also recognize it might be a huge mistake, but I also want to go. <laughs>
1: it sounds like that's two votes for going. <laughs>
0: It's just, it's just a run of I want to goes with a tiny little this is a bad idea in the middle.
1: You no, know, it's a yeah. Go ahead. And it opens with a uh, this is why me and my girlfriend don't really make sense if you think about it. Yeah,
0: I I would say, regardless, uh, I mean, you might as well not cheat on your girlfriend because it sounds like you guys should break up with or without this ribbon dancing thing.
1: Yeah. Between, like, uh, she has to pick up an extra shift at work, and it's just, like, the most boring, mundane, shitty relationship stuff. And then it's like, but this other chick what does rhythmic gymnastics and wants to party in Vegas with me.
0: By the way, not rhythmic gymnastic. It's ribbon dancing, okay?
1: Isn't that the same shit?
0: I don't fucking know, dude. I don't think so. Ribbon dancing doesn't sound like it's as hard. <laughs> I don't know for a fact, but I, but I do pretty much pretty much know for a fact that I would be good at ribbon dancing. Really? Like, what do you have to do? You just... It's all the ribbon.
1: (laughs) You're saying anybody can ribbon dance well because the ribbon is cheating. Show me a good dancer sans ribbon.
0: Yeah, rhythmic gymnastics is actually hard. Ribbon dance, that's like... Let me. I'm just gonna search ribbon dancing very quickly.
1: I think rhythmic gymnastics is like the ribbon, but also a ball. Oh, so you you got the you got the ribbon, you got the ball.
0: Interesting. So I looked up ribbon dancing, and on the on the side from Wikipedia, it says ribbon and then rhythmic gymnastics. So maybe they are related.
1: Okay. So how about this question for you? If you were a single man and somebody's like i want to set you up with a friend of mine who's an olympic athlete what do you think the hottest olympic event would be for that person to compete in like what are you hoping for at that do you don't you remember when i went on the date with the olympian oh right the winter olympian right
0: yeah don't no more specifics knock it off wasn't she a, a loser? <laughs> Quit it!
1: <laughs> Quit it! That's enough. Oh, you know, no, she did a biathlon, right?
0: <laughs> she what's the one where you do uh, the the skiing and shooting? Yeah,
1: that was her biathlon. That was
0: biathlon. All right, yeah, yeah, that's biathlon. She was a biathlete. Yeah. Um, would I? I guess I would probably hope for. Oh, I mean, God, they're all so gorgeous. Uh, track and field.
1: Oh really? You just want a fucking sprinter.
0: Yeah. Strong legs.
1: Damn. Too late. You got a fucking shot putter. Fine. It's Steven Adams' sister. She's 6'5" 240 and can throw you the length of a football field.
0: Honestly, great. <laughs> I just I don't care who you are. You're strong and fucking powerful. Crush me, please. What about a diver? A high That'd diver. That'd be great too. And there's truly no, no no Olympian that I wouldn't be in love with just like based entirely on the fact that they might have been around Michael Phelps once.
1: What about dressage? So it's not quite horse racing. You're just sort of riding a horse as it does interesting leans and <laughs> jumps. Yeah, I guess that would be pretty fine. Who's your favorite uh, dressagist? Um, probably um, Alyssa Milano from Canada. Really? <laughs> Why? Are you not into her?
0: Um, no, I think that like she's pretty cool, but i i prefer um i can't find one sorry
1: (laughs) yeah and not like in my wi-fi doesn't work i think in like it doesn't exist they're all no they're all they're just like all too good they're all they're all tied for first uh what's (laughs) what's yours uh sport that i want someone to be uh olympic medalist yeah diving would be pretty cool swimming would be pretty cool Mm mm-hmm what about a pole vaulter that's really hard to pull off Uh, to pull off (laughs) nice uh what did we tell this person to do um oh i forget
0: what the question even is oh yeah break up with your girlfriend
1: Can a guy and a girl go to Vegas together as friends? No. No. Should I really do this, or am I asking for trouble? Asking for trouble. Yeah. I want to go, but I also recognize I'm making a huge mistake, but I also want to go.
0: Go. You can go. Like, everything that you're worried about is solved if you break up with your girlfriend, which, based on the first paragraph, you want to do.
1: Yeah. It sounds like like it's in the cards anyway. This was a leading question. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you are...
0: It's, it's just like if I go, I'll hook. I like I'm gonna try to hook up with her. So is that a bad, Is that a mistake? Is that okay? Like even if you didn't hook up with her, even if you guys were just like went to Vegas to see a strip show and came back, that's also not fine to do while you're in a relationship. Nope. Like it's also not fine to DM her based on this video. None of it is fine.
1: <laughs> all of it had to be done in secretive. Yeah, like all of it had to be a secret.
0: You might as well just not. You, if you're not in a relationship, you
1: can do anything you want. Wait a minute. If you're single, you could do anything you want. Yes, exactly. So you can go to Vegas or not. Including go on a date with Ulla Salzgeber,
0: a German equestrian and Olympic champion of dressage.
1: <laughs>
0: we know who Ulla is. Okay, I'm just saying, you could really go on a date with Ula if you were single.
1: She sounds Icelandic.
0: Uh, She's German, okay? She's not Icelandic. Anyway, break up with your girlfriend. Thank you, Aladine. Thank you, Amir. This has been If I Were You. If you've got any theme songs or questions, send them over to ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. Our first song was obviously, obviously from... Weedus themselves, and if not Weedus, then I think it was a guy from Strong Persuaders, uh, from Shane. Remember, to check them out on Spotify. Our closing theme song—I actually, I couldn't find one, so I, so I figure, I'll just, um, I'll just fucking close it out myself because I feel like that's what the, I feel like that's what the host does.
1: No, the when host finds two theme song. That's part of the deal. You well, find. I two couldn't
0: th- find i couldn't find two <laughs> okay so what's the I plan i couldn't here? find two so i'm gonna close it out because i feel like a host just gets the job done
1: okay so what's okay yeah what's it i'll just do you have an instrument or are you gonna go a cappella?
0: i don't have an instrument okay i don't have an instrument i'll go acapella it's you can auto-tune it in post if you want to Not make it sound auto-tune. really good okay well if, that's only if you want to make it sound really good it can definitely be pretty good um hell i came up with a friggin' original theme song of the show remember yeah. episode one yeah, yeah that's me so i can do that shit all right um this is the end of the show the show is over that's been if i were you hosted by jake and his friend who is a jew um <clears throat> all right the end i hated that same that was a hate gum podcast